MSW Media. Oh, hi. Welcome to the first What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn episode of 2023, which was recorded a few days ago in front of a sold-out crowd at the Stand Comedy Club in New York City. We had a panel discussion up on stage where I was joined by four ridiculously talented comedians. And oh boy, did things get wild. The humor was ribald at times. At other times, it was downright offensive and pretty disgusting. And then there were the occasional bits when I wasn't sitting there thinking to myself, damn it to hell, I'm going to get canceled. Those are the bits that are included in the podcast you're about to hear. That's right, I've heard getting canceled sucks, and I ain't ready for that yet, so we took the real bad stuff out. Now, a lot goes into putting on a live show, and believe me, it's not cheap. I mean, you wouldn't believe what Joe DeRosa charges just to show up. That's why I'm so thrilled we get to work with amazing sponsors like Copper Dog Blended Scotch Whiskey. They pulled out all the stops for us at the stand, including sending their brand ambassador, Whiskey Pete. Joined us on stage for not one but two rowdy toasts. And in the process, I would say Pete established himself as one of the coolest and buffest booze brand ambassadors on the planet. Copper Dog is an award-winning whiskey from the heart of Speyside, Scotland. Blend of no fewer than eight single malt whiskeys, and they're married together in old oak cast. It's a smooth scotch. It's got ripe fruit aromas and a delicate spicy finish. And you know another thing I seriously dig about the Copper Dog is that they are dedicated to helping our four-legged friends. The brand's donated more than $500,000 since January 2021 to support local rescue initiatives and raise awareness about local shelters and their mission. If you want to learn more, I invite you to check out episode 194 of What We're Drinking, which features Copper Dog co-founders Piers Adam and Gordon Smart. I'd also like to extend my sincerest thanks to all the folks at the Kimpton Hotel Evente in Chelsea. That's 30th and 6th to be exact. Man, what a wonderful property. I've stayed in a lot of hotels in Manhattan over the years, and I can't recall the last time I've had a more rewarding stay than the one I just had. My room was bigger than most apartments in New York City. It's got great design, awesome location, friendly and professional staff, and the view. You heard of a little architectural marvel called the Empire State Building? And one more thing. They have a speakeasy there called Angel Share that makes phenomenal cocktails. As good as anything you're going to get in New York City, Angel Share. They brought about four or five rounds, and I loved every one of them more than the next, or before the next, or something like that. You get it. Anyway, let's get to it, shall we? Here's my old pal and frequent What We're Drinking guest, Justin Silver, kicking things off for us in New York. All right, you guys ready to have a great time? I'm going to bring up my good friend and your host, the host of What We're Drinking, my friend and yours, Dan Dunn, everybody. Clap, 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 clap. a glass, sit for a spill, it's time to have some fun, let's do a little thinking, some picking and a drinking, this is what we're drinking, we've been done. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm Dan Dunn. I'll let you know right up front, I'm not a professional comedian. We've got a bunch of those waiting in the wings. They're going to come out here in a second. But occasionally I do play a professional comedian 
when macking on women in bars. <laughs> no, true story happened. I live out in Venice Beach, out in California. This happened about three weeks ago. I was in a bar. I met a lovely young woman, and I was... Uh, she was telling me about travel plans she had coming up. And, and then she says, do you have anything going on? I said, well, yeah, I'm going to be in uh, New York City in a couple weeks doing my show at the Stand Comedy Club. And she said, you're a comedian? I love funny guys. So I went, yeah. I said, yeah. And then the try, and she moved in. She got close. It felt really good. And so I pulled out my phone and I showed her the flyer we made. You see, you guys see the flyer we made for the show at the uh, breakfast, was it breakfast Club? And I showed her it and she's looking at it and she goes, January 5th, I'm going to be in New York on January 5th. I'll come to your show and watch you do stand-up. I'm kind of like, oh, shit. What am I going to do? So I thought about it and finally I decided to fess up, tell her the truth, that I'm riddled with herpes. And uh, she's not here, I don't think, tonight, so... Anyway, I do love coming to New York. Uh, I, we do this show here a lot. Uh, this is a quick trip, unfortunately. I, I flew in yesterday, and I'm leaving tomorrow. And I'm just glad to be here, honestly, because you guys saw the storms out on the west. It's just horrible. And I flew here in that. Like, just crazy, crazy, probably the worst flight of my life. You guys have been on getting on a bad flight. And be, before you even leave the gate... The pilot comes on and apologizes in advance for the hellacious maelstrom of shit your pants turbulence you're going to experience en route to your destination, right? So the pilot does it. My flight was even worse than that. Uh, you know, they'll say, uh, this is your pilot speaking. I've asked the flight crew to remain seated for the duration of the flight. You know, no. My pilot came on and said, ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot, uh, your captain speaking. I've asked the flight crew to stay behind in L.A. The airline's short-staffed as it is. We're not going to put them up there on what is increasingly looking like a suicide mission. My wife just left me. I started drinking again. Sit back and relax. Enjoy your flight and your last few minutes on this earth. So, but I, I, I'm wondering if anybody has, I'm going to do a little audience participation here. Anybody have any techniques, tips for dealing with Turbulence? How do you deal with it? What's that? Prayer. Prayer. That's a good one. Yeah. Anybody else? Drink. 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 Yes. Drinking. That's the best one. We all do. Xanax. Yeah. Anything else? Don't get on the plane? Something like that? I have a couple. Like, I used to, my original one was I would get on the plane and as soon as the turbulence would start, my whole body would, I'd just go. I was convinced that there was some correlation between the amount of rigidity I would hold in my body and the plane's secure position in the air, right? <laughs> didn't work. Didn't work. Uh, instead, what happened, uh, the new one I do is I have on my iPad, I've got a bunch of, like, terrifying movies. So when we start hitting the really bad turbulence, like on this flight, we, it's, it's fucking going, right? Like, we're like, shit. So I pull out my iPad and I put on the opening of Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> which is not soothing, but the psychology is, okay, Mother Nature has this plane. It's shaking it like a yoo-hoo from hell, right? And I'm like, Jesus Christ. But I look at that scene and I think to myself, this could be so much worse, right? I could be this guy. I could be one of these 18-year-old kids running on the beach, target practice for these German snipers. But this plane was so bad. This flight was so bad. I couldn't even do Private Ryan. I had to step it up to the most terrifying movie ever made, Love Actually. 
Seriously, think about it. It's like, man, I somehow convinced Kira Knightley to marry me. Kira Knightley married me. And this fucking guy, the best man in my wedding, is on this maniacal, devious plot to steal my new bride away. Crash the fucking plane. That's what I did. Yeah. But going back to Save a Private Ryan real quick, has anybody here been to Normandy? Anybody been to Normandy? Yep. Wow, what a bunch of patriots we have here. <laughs> Look at this. It's only, you know, the battle that saved the world. It really was, right? It was kind of the most significant battle of the modern era. Sure. If, if, we, if the Allies had not gotten through that day, there could be a, a bunch of Nazis running around America right now. <laughs> So <laughs> Jesus. I know I German speaking Nazis. They're harder to understand than our Nazis. But anyway, um, um, so I went to Normandy a few years ago and I'm driving in and, and it's very beautiful as you're driving in. It's this gorgeous road and you're heading towards the beach and, and you can feel the weight of history. You can feel the significance of what happened there. Because it really was thousands and thousands and thousands of boys, really, gave their lives to defeat Nazism. Had it not been for them, this world would be a lot different, and you can feel that when you're driving in. So up ahead, I, I see a billboard. I go, what's that? I get closer, and the billboard, and this is an absolutely true. The billboard says, Golf Omaha Beach. <laughs> Golf Omaha Beach. Some greedhead fucking scumbag developers put a golf course, a luxury golf course, like a chip shot away from this... Sacred site. The world was saved here, and there's a golf course there now. So a bunch of white guys can run around chasing a ball with sticks. And just when I thought I could not possibly be more furious about what was happening, the guy in the pro shop's like, the cart isn't even included with the greens fees. <laughs> Pay extra. You saw the movie, it was hilly. Walk that course. <laughs> And the bunkers, forget it, man. I was in the bunker, I had one shot of the bunker, and it was so high, I'm like, well, I'm like, I started to feel bad for the Germans. I'm like, how do you get, how could you get a good shot off? Point is, war is hell. Anyway, now it's time to bring out our pros. Please welcome to the stage, Christina Hutchinson. From the... Is it the most popular podcast in America, Guys We Fucked? Yes. Christina Hutchinson, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Oh, wherever you are. Next up, hailing from the great city of Philadelphia, my dear friend, Joe DeRosa. Good. Wherever you are. Next up, also from Philadelphia, it's a theme this evening. Yeah. And Christina's from Philly, too. Yeah. Uh, Tim Butterly, everybody. Hey, thank you, thank you. I got it on my. Pants. And finally, hailing from the Emerald Isle, and I believe there are some Irish folks in the crowd this evening. One of your own, Colm Terrell. Yeah. Hi, Hi, Hi everyone. We having fun or, or whatever? No. All right. Dan, you're, you're ready? ready. So, Joe, give me the verdict. Because uh, let me just give you. By the way, 
as if doing, like coming out and trying to do jokes in front of a, a sold-out crowd isn't hard enough, right before I, I, literally 90 seconds before I came out, Joe goes, wait, you're going to do jokes? And I said, yeah. And he goes, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Why? Yeah. He said, he said every, every time. time you try to do it. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Again tonight, it didn't work. My God Almighty, the, uh, the fucking sack on you that you're like, there's a sold-out crowd of people that pay good money to be here. You go, I'm just going to go out and wing stand-up for the fucking sixth time in my life. Have some fucking respect. Jesus Christ. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Say I, something nice. I, he, he did his best. <laughs> right? Come on. Come on. Where's that American? Don't let them break you. Some ice. Why, why, what, oh, what makes good. you want to do it? I don't understand. <laughs> the podcast works the way you usually do it. Why do you change the formula when there's an audience here? Why don't you just love and accept yourself? These people like you. You don't have to put on airs for them. I'll they, say this. Here's, how, here's, here's what happens. Here's where it usually begins. I have one really, really awful joke, and I want to talk to you guys about this. So I have one really awful joke that kind of pops into my one? head. One? Well, <laughs> how many times did you tell it? Yeah. <laughs> Ten times. I mean, inappropriate, right? Like, and so it usually stems from that. And that was going to be my last joke that I, ju- I didn't even do the joke. We hope that every joke was the last joke. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. Colin is pouring himself oh, a glass I'll, of I'll, straight <laughs> whiskey. Oh, by the way, everybody give it up for our sponsor, Copper Dog Whiskey. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Got to get that in. Hey. Uh, What's the awful joke? I was going to follow up on the golf thing and say, so... This you said you say the golf thing like I was listening or could remember any of it. What's the golf it's, it's thing? The golf. Omaha Beach, the golf course at Omaha Beach, and I was going to say the only I had an idea to sort of counterbalance this desecration of the golf course at Omaha Beach is hear me out here. We build a country club at Auschwitz, but this time, no Jews allowed. Oh, well. that's funny, right? That's, ah, that's that got a bad a reaction. Decent joke. That's a half decent <laughs> joke. Yes. There's a really funny. Uh, there's a really funny Monty Python story that Eric Idle told, where Eric Idle said Monty Python was on tour in the '70s, and they were doing shows in Germany, and they went to Auschwitz to to take a tour of Auschwitz, Poland. And when they got there, the they, the 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 tour guide goes, "I'm sorry, we're closed." And <laughs> Eric Otto goes, tell them we're Jewish. <laughs> it's a funny job. It's a funny bit. That's good. It's a funny Well, I'm curious about that. Like, I'm assuming you guys have a lot of awful thoughts when things happen, right? Every day. What's the... Wait, can it's I, the thing... It's, is there the, like, it's how the first kernel of a thought in any given situation. You have the most useless, terrible thought you can, you can conjure, and then you go, okay, not that. What's my real thought I'm going to share with people on this? Sure. By the way, the people, at Copper, the people at Copper Dog are so happy right now <laughs> that the sponsored episode... They're in, a, they're in a production van right now just no. slamming red buttons all over it. Shut it down! <laughs> but, I mean, what's that thing inside of you? Where, okay, when you have an awful joke, a joke where you think this is really funny... But I'm afraid I might get canceled for this joke. So how do you do that calculus in your head? Like, I'm going to tell it or I'm not going to tell it. I don't think you do. I think you just blurt it out and you go, am I I told to go home yet? 
Yeah. And then eventually people go, no more of that, please. And you go, okay, there's the boundary. And you start to adjust from there. Maybe not great advice, but... I have a joke now that I do sometimes that I, that I, I think could be cancelable. Let's hear it. But it's... Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. Irony, it's the irony, and, and, and you can cut it if it's too much for the... Co- I get... I understand. Cause it, if it's too hardcore for the pod. Copper dog No, if the copper dog people... I'm not going to be offended. Uh, copper dog is cool. Copper dog is cool. Okay, so this is a joke. I say, um, I say, I say, uh, I went to my doctor, and my doctor said, I've got some bad news. You've got fatty liver. And I said, excuse me? And he goes, your liver, it's fatty. There's fat in it. You've got fatty liver. And I said, I don't know if you missed the memo, doc, but we don't talk that way anymore. <laughs> Stop fat shaming my liver. And he said, well, you're definitely not going to like this then. Your heart's half. <laughs> now, the point of the joke is it's an ironic joke. It's the irony of your doctor being such an asshole that he says a bad thing about your liver and then a worse thing that's more offensive about your heart. That's the joke. But, as you can tell by the reaction in the audience. <laughs> Some people are like, no, it's never funny to use a word like that. Ever, 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 ever. I, I don't know. Is it? Is it not? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, Christina, I, you use that word often in your comedy. Never. No, I don't. You think that joke's funny? You're Fuck pretty it. woke. Yeah, no, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. I don't, I don't get... <laughs> yeah, 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 you're good. Um, I don't say bad... The bad stuff I say is about my family. Uh, so that's the, that, those are the, that's the darkest I get. And it's pretty bad. But my family was kind of shitty so you know i i i, I used to give a shit but now i don't and i cut my parents off and so i can say whatever i want my family's also retarded yeah <laughs> well. good one you stand, guys are okay by me stand up for yourself yeah who i just i'm curious who is the copper dog rep in here there oh, he is. Back oh, back there? Whiskey Pete, everybody. Look, Whiskey look Pete. There he is. Yo, give it up for him. He's Whiskey here. Pete. This Whiskey Pete. He's having a blast Look back there. Look at that strapping young man. Pete, Dave, oh, is he jacked? He's on wasted. a scale of one to ten, how upset would the brand guys be at this point? By the way, how many people were relieved when the rep was a straight white male? We, I, I, I was. I was like, oh, we're, we're in the clear. Nothing He's offends insane. this guy. <laughs> He's not going to give a shit. <laughs> I, I still want to get an answer to the question. Though. Is there a joke where you think this is so fucking funny, but I cannot tell it? I've never had that thought because, like Joe said, if you believe in the concept of what you're trying to communicate, then it's just trial and error. It's all when you do a new joke, it's like a clay pot. You're molding it, and a lot of times it's going to go bad. And you go, okay, why did I get that reaction, and how can I finesse it? Because if you have it in your head, the point of the joke, and it, they react poorly, then you go, okay, so I'm not. I need to do something with the delivery. So I need to figure out the word economy of the joke. Do you know what I mean? I need to like my, change it. Yeah. My uh, my take is this. My approach on stage is always, it's, it's, I'm giving the audience the same credit that I would give my friends. You're adults, you're intelligent, you know that I'm joking, you know the stuff that's like, being, when I'm being extreme, you know that it's meant to be extreme and be, for exaggeration. Even the joke I just told, that's a joke I feel like I could say to any one of my friends, whoever they are, and we would laugh and be like, oh, that's so fucking absurd, your doctor didn't say that. I give the audience the same credit. 
So and, and I don't and I, I swear to God, you're I'm tough not, but fair with the crowd. Yeah. But also huh? though, you're tough but fair. We're comedians. Well, we have but, fucked but up friends. Like, like people get mad at you. You're like, yeah, I know I'm being pretty hard on you guys. It's only because I believe in you as a crowd. Yes, I will say. I, I believe want, in I them. want more for you than I yeah. ever had as yeah, a crowd. I do say that to them. But uh, that's why I said the N word. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's 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 no, no. I'm I'm Joe right now. That's not me. I would never do that shit. My point well, in front of my friends. <laughs> sure. No, 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 no. But that's the point I'm getting at. Is save it for Xbox Live, Joe. Hey, uh, hold. I, <laughs> me and my friends found this hilarious last night. <laughs> I swear to God, and I swear to God, I'm not trying to sound like I'm some enlightened whatever the fuck you want to say. Nope. No. Don't worry about. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. We, don't, we don't use that word anymore. But you? my point is, is <laughs> the jokes. I wouldn't say certain things to my friends and I wouldn't say those things on stage. It's the same thing. Do you see what I'm saying? Like You censor I, yourself with your friends? It's not even censoring. It's just what do you think is funny with your friends? If I'm going to say uh. something to my friends that I think is funny, I'm assuming the audience is as intelligent as my friends are. And oh, I would never it. insult an like, audience that way. Yeah, but look at this. Look at this audience. <laughs> yeah. Look at these stupid fucks. Right? <laughs> Honestly, look at them. What a what a pile of losers. You suck. <laughs> and, and you won't enjoy Joe's joke about <laughs> hearts. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta just learn when to pick your battles. See, I I uh, wouldn't have said it that way. <laughs> I'm going to uh, pivot to something that maybe uh, let's let's move on to since copper dogs we'll move on to something else not drinking. It is dry January. Is anybody here doing dry January? Boo. Boo. Anybody Boo. doing dry January? Losers. Nice. Hey, get out. You're way off brand for us. What do you guys think about the dry January? Like the idea that you can you, you need to take cuz you were doing it. You're not admitting it. You just told me you were doing it. I was. I was. For three days. I was going to try to do it, and then Dan, you took the stage. (laughs) I need a fucking drink. (laughs) And he he grabbed the bottle out of someone's hand. Yeah. He reefed. Dry January (laughs) is what I refer to when Dan brings a woman to see his stand up. (laughs) That's a joke. Because that pussy gets dry. You're going to start a fire up in Cali. No, I was going to... Yes. The cabin. <laughs> Our vacation home Don't is gone. Don't fuck her in a cabin. <laughs> start a bushfire. I was going to try to do dry January. Were you going to try to do it? No. I did something called... I called it Feel Your Feelings January because I would just rip... We like I had a volcano. I have a volcano vaporizer. If you're a stoner, you know what that is. But uh, yeah, it's, a, it's that's great technology. Very expensive uh, vaporizer. I smoked a lot of weed, so but it was to avoid feeling. So I tried it one nice. year and I liked it. But then I was like, yeah, feelings are. Yeah, I'm just gonna smoke and drink and do whatever I want. You do it all in moderation, dude. You get on a cycle. Exactly. You get on a cycle of feeling stuff and then feeling a little bit less stuff and then like really feeling stuff and then you back off a little bit. Here's what I don't like. I know way too many people who claim like. You know, it's, it's um, I'm 700 days sober right now. It's like, dude, you weren't partying that hard 700 days ago. I remember. <laughs> like, there's people that are quitting drinking, and it's just they don't have a social life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they're, they're, the, they're the people that are loudest on social media. Like, they're posting, like, a clock counting up. Like, wow, yeah. I can't believe it's been exactly 1,000 minutes since my last drink. Life has been so yeah. much. It's like, shut the fuck up, they, loser. Get a life. Or maybe Go they get got, herpes. But maybe they got wasted. They weren't even drunk when they quit. They just had like one bloody mary. And, was like, ah. <laughs> and then it makes you feel bad about yourself because I've, right. I've seen people on social yeah. and they're like, "I got sober, whatever." And I remember hanging. I'm like, 
I'm way more yeah. fucking lush than this person. Like, what does this say about me that they felt they had to quit? I also have no tolerance for somebody that's like, like, been sober 32 years. Cocky about it. 13th birthday. Haven't had a drink uh, since. Yep. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Shut up, dude. You I, were I never cool. That. You need yeah, a drink. I, I really hate that. I really, really hate that. Yeah, I, I don't count it as being sober unless at one point you were so cool that it was a problem for the people around you. Yes. <laughs> you have to be so cool that you're basically ruining other lives. And then yeah. people go, stop. Yeah. And then you're sober. Until your daughter that you rarely see says, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've never had a, like a, a visitation with your child on the opposite sides of a chain link fence, you're not sober, dude. Yeah. Suck my dick. Real, you look like boy that Boy in the striped pajama style. Yeah. I try yeah. to live my life as a single You look like a guy that drinks in the bathroom at a Phillies game. <laughs> So Joe, I like you too. Party, Joe, dude. I already like you. Stop. <laughs> I like you know the Facebook or the social media posts to get me is when they when someone had died and they they'll post and they'll say, well that, that's that's not funny, but the, what, well maybe it is. But it's always, so, it's always funny when you find out about a death on social well, everybody media. Everybody does these posts where they say they'll put a picture up and they'll say, Dad would have been eighty-two today had he not died. 37 years ago. Right. Like, what's yeah. the cutoff on yeah. this? He's fucking dead. It's been yeah. 37. You barely even remember him. The other one is when they go, and I, and I miss you every day. I'm like, yeah, no, that's right. fucking bullshit, right? Now, like, I've yeah. lost, so now you know, we all know Dan has a terrible to, relationship with his well, dad. Well, I'm just saying, like, Dude, I reason, no, I, no, the point, you can't be saying he would have been 90 today if he wasn't a weak little bitch. Right. right. I get it. If he that's wasn't like me going, I would have ran a marathon if I didn't stop. <laughs> like you can't get best of both worlds. You died at fifty nine. That's that's what you are. My, my, You're my, a loser. My grandmother, who I love dearly, and we were very close, died like a year and a half ago. And two weeks ago, I forgot. Yeah, you forgot she what was dead. Like yeah, I forgot she died. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, no, she's not alive. Damn. Did you send a text? And then I got back to missing her every day. So I've missed her almost every day for two weeks, except for the one two weeks where I forgot that Graham died. And now, a word from one of our dream sponsors, Miller Lite Bowling Tournament, circa 1982. The score's all even! Glass frame, who's up? Rodney. Rodney! You gotta be a mistake. Hey, you kidding? It's a piece of cake! All we need is one pin, Rodney. Like beer from Miller. Everything you always wanted in a beer and less. I didn't get my turn yet. I'm going to break this time. What about the dead dog posts? I have a problem with that. Those, I honestly, they, they... I cry when I see the dead dog posts, right? Yes. I, I, and then I get mad. I'm like, why am I fucking... Why did you make me cry? Mm. I don't know your dog. I've never met your know. dog. Why you did you hate put your it feelings. on Dan, we don't have all the answers. Why do you do your hair like that? We don't know. <laughs> Why did you stretch out four minutes over 15 minutes at the beginning of the show? Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy to imagine a more racist Morrissey. <laughs> but I like hey, doing it. Applause. Yeah, applause break. Oh, you're getting schooled. This Kish, is great. This is awesome. If you're wondering why, if I suffer from Catholic guilt, the clear way to know why I do is I invite Joe, the only person I think that's done every show I've done here, is Joe, and he beats the shit out of me on every show. So let's let's dive into that's that. That's because Joe's one of the only guys that's actually cool when he's drinking. Yeah. Oh, thanks. It's, he's the only dude who's like, his coolness is enhanced by a drink, and that's rare. 
So uh, you let him fuel himself. Let him fucking pound on you. Stick with him. Stick with him a few hours. Well, he's picking on you, not me. Go ahead, Joe. You were saying. What led to? I swear to God, Joe bullied his door. What led to? What led to a lot of my drinking was Patrice O'Neill when he was still alive, and who I looked up to dearly. Uh, would have been 62. Would have been 62 said, today. <laughs> would have been 62. Died when I he was. I miss him every day. 12, 12 and a half years old. Died. <laughs> now he said to me once. He goes. He goes. I hate comics. They ain't fun, Joe. I like comics. They're fun. And I go. Am I fun? Because I I wanted him just like me. And he goes. You're fun when you drink. And that led no. to a lifetime of drinking. Me, me and Patrice picked up on the same thing. <laughs> Damn. I knew I was cool. Well, that brings up an issue. Who are, would you say he's Colin, one of your what have heroes? you been doing since the Banshees of Anishirin? Oh, no. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, but I, oh, go watch good. the movie. Go watch the movie. Go watch it. Fuck. Damn it. Yeah. It's okay. about a stand-up that migrates to the States for no good reason. <laughs> <laughs> Finds himself in a terrible situation on stage <laughs> with a <laughs> retard version of The View. Yeah. <laughs> Just dreaming of the hills of <laughs> back home. What did I do? <laughs> this whiskey stinks. <laughs> I'm joking. All right, I'm cut joking. that out. Edit no, that part joking. out. Hey. No, joking. We're all having fun here. Whiskey Pete. Whiskey Pete will come right up here, whiskey man. Pete. Whiskey Pete. Whiskey Pete. Do we want to learn anything about the whiskey? Yes. Whiskey Pete, yeah. can you come up here, please? And just tell us something. Uh-oh. He's, he's from Scotland. Pete. Tomorrow morning, there's going to be a meeting. Pete, who the fuck told you to get on stage? <laughs> oh, my God. No, like it looks like Benedict Cumberbatch. Colin. What the hell? God, take Holy You're shit. like the brawny paper Bro, towel guy's son. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you look like you just walk around with barrels on your shoulders. You look Dude. like a fake person. <laughs> oh, my God. Whiskey Pete got me so I sold a copper dog. It keeps me very healthy, you know? Yeah. Wait, wait, what was Christ, that? Christ, dude. I'll try my best to say it in English Ooh, so you can understand. Would you hear Stop, that? dude. Yeah, time to build a Bro, wall. Bro, you're huh? soaking the chairs in this room right now. Knock it off. Hey, you, Pete, should call, you should call Dan on speaker when he's trying to fuck the girls so that he doesn't burn his house down. My God. FaceTime him, though. So tell Face us about the whiskey, Pete. <laughs> No, I'm interested like, in you, bro. How, are you fuck? You're yeah, Jack. What's you your fucking deal, lift. dude? It's just not true, baby. It's just not We're twinning. What the hell? Right. Let me tell Don't you. flex while you pay. I saw that. Me, I wow. saw that, dude. Let me tell you about this couple. One of the things that they don't tell you about American whiskey is that. Let me just. If you want to be. Pecs are perky. If you want to be like me, you drink Copper Dog. Right? Yeah. Oh my That's God. Yeah. All right. Oh. Whiskey Pete's the name, drinking Dude. whiskey's the game. Right. It's a minute in the glass for every year in the cask. The slower you go, the more you will know. It's a college of knowledge. It's one of history's greatest Damn, mysteries. Damn, you could say anything. You just. Say, read the goddamn Constitution. I, yo, I can't. Read, read, he's got Captain read America the, ribs. He's got Captain America ribs that stick out further than his tits. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. That's a level of jacked I can't even. I just want to say. I just want to say. Pete, what do you do for fun? I want to say really quick. <laughs> I spend a lot of time with my girlfriend. That's great. It's dry January for Christina now. Oh, 
Christina, call your sponsor. I'm also taken. I was just asking. I'm taken too by him. Yeah. By Pete. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I Thank almost had a drink Pete. for this. Whiskey Pete, everybody. Whiskey Pete. Damn. Column, how did it? Yeah, you should try to get an event sponsored by Hypnotic and see who they send. <laughs> Your fireball rep That'd will be a, be fun, a time. fun time. Column, how does it? Column, how does it feel to no longer have the stupidest accent on the stage? No. You know what? I feel empty. And I've got, I've got very little to offer. You sound American Other than now. a bumbling, yeah. I know, dude. He made you sound like a fucking know, person you... from con- fucking Connecticut, yeah. dude. <laughs> he brought that fucking yeah. accent, you dog. You're like, you What the hell? My God. No, we had a good bond. He sounded like Lord of the Rings, dude. I understood all of that, though. That was great. Jesus Christ. Nice body, huh? Is there a... The thing they don't tell you about the autocoy is that they're weak in the legs. And you're up here going like, uh, oh, drinking stuff. Shut up, dude. <laughs> yeah, Whis- yeah. Whiskey Pete like, is the ticket. Yeah, I'm there going, you guys ever go to Target? And then he comes up and goes, heights, lungs, and liver of a shape. He did. Have you ever split a man's head with the back of your heel? Drink at the gobba dog. Never refuse a meal from a dwarf. And Colm's like, I've been eating Cheez-Its to fit in with Americans. Yeah, yeah. The American <laughs> office is so much better than the UK original. It's all been for nothing. <laughs> and he's going to go... You should have been lifting weights and fucking carrying barrels. <laughs> <laughs> so dry January. <laughs> Fuck it. That. What are your thoughts on it? Wait, uh, what are your thoughts on it, Tim? You've already shared yours. You're, you're high. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I think you should grow up and fucking get a life. I'm so... T- <laughs> Me? No, not really. Oh, yeah, no, January. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you little bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got Joe picking on me. Dude, what do you think about January? Uh, I don't like you. Um, no, fucking grow up. Fucking, I don't know. Who man. has the worst Philly accent, me or him? I've actually worked on mine. This is no, you me. haven't. You really haven't. This you is get me all, get a trying to talk more like Frazier. What it, this is me starting out like, yo, dude, do you fucking have $40 I can borrow if it's no big deal? And I'm like, but what would I say if I was refined? And then this is as good as it gets. Oh, boy. Refined. Oof. Refined. With refined. That hat. Nice. Yeah, what would it be like if I actually had $40, though? And then I talk like that. <laughs> Joe, you're from Philly, and you have no Philly accent. I, uh, yeah, I, 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 I guess I worked hard to get rid of it. You're just too you sad. too, right? Yeah, I have a Wawa tattoo, but no accent. Sure. That's a talisman. If someone were, dude. If someone were to, like, destroy that Wawa tattoo, suddenly you'd go back to, like, yeah, dude, I ain't fucking even suck that dude's dick. <laughs> exactly. I swear to God, there was a time in my life where if, if somebody came to me 15 years ago and said, you're going to be in a podcast with a woman who's got a Wawa tattoo, and she won't be your wife. I would have been like, fuck off. <laughs> yes, she will. <laughs> Show me her husband, I'll kill him. <laughs> nice. So you've worked on it. Yes. You've worked on it. I've kind of worked on it, but you don't see me. What, do you, what It doesn't what seem to be working for me, is what you're fountain? saying? What comes out of a fountain? Water. Water. Yeah. Water. I say water. I found out that I was saying, instead of picture, I was saying picture. How do you say and then, towel? And then when you when you decorate a cake, you cover it with icing. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. Isn't that right? Dude, you got it yeah. back. Say hoagie. Yeah, say hoagie. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, well, here's a big one that people don't pick up on. This is a little bit of secret making fun of Philadelphia stuff. Instead of saying only, you go only. You take out the L in only, you've got instant Philadelphia voice. Only. And then you use it to describe an amount of money that you're trying to borrow. It's like, I only need like fucking $500 to make this go away. <laughs> you know, I, the Philly accents were up. The one that, get, that bothers me, and I have a friend here, and you might be upset about this, is the Chicago accent bothers me. Like the hard, ah, talking about the hardcore like, Chicago. That's the most pleasant accent in the world. That's no, that guy in no. a mustache driving Philly a truck. <laughs> Chicago accent's a little. Yeah. Chicago's. I mean, what? even more annoying than Boston to me. Chicago. No, Chicago's Minnesota's very, like, the most hey. annoying. Oh yeah. Yeah, that dumb Fargo. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh that. yeah. Yeah yeah. Well, laid back Californian can get you too. Like sometimes I'll meet, I'll be out in Venice and I, you talk to guys and you're like. What's happening? Well, like, what's the laid-back well, California? The vocal fry. They just they it? talk really uh, slow yeah. and yeah. Go and down that I I hate man. man. Like they're up. just stoned. They're just yeah, stoned. Uh, like I think it would be a bitching idea if we opened up Auschwitz to like non-Jews. Yeah. <laughs> That's what. And they're way too stoked to get in your face and tell you about it, dude. <laughs> and it's funny. You think you like you think that that accent is like fabricated. By Hollywood, when you see movies like Valley Girl or Fast Times at Ridgemont High or whatever, and then you White move chicks. to California like, California like I did for a little while, and it's real. People actually... T- it's the dumbest fucking state. Joe hates, Joe hates California, right? Why? Hate well, I, Why? Hate, I hate Hollywood, Los Angeles, which yeah. unfortunately reps all of California. It's like how I hate all of Florida because of Miami. Okay. You know what I mean? When There's tons of cool shit in Texas, but if you say to somebody, Texas, they go, oh, Christ. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's so much cool... There's great stuff in Cali, but none of it gets any fucking FaceTime. What's, your, what's some stuff that you like in California? Uh, not being in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, I like San... Well, no. Yeah, San Francisco's fine. You cool. Know? See, uh, I hate San Francisco. Not a fan of that city. I think it's a terrible city. What the hell? Way overrated. Anybody I'm agree with me on this? What the I'm fuck? The desert... Damn it. I just feel it's, it's dirty and this and sucks. I feel like yeah. I can't relate to anything because I love rollerblading Dirtier on a sandy yeah, sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's really cool when stuff goes down like gigantic hills. Yeah. Just keep I like flipping that guy over with a homeless sticks. guy's head. I like the homeless guy <laughs> yeah. in, in San Fran that like pops out of the bushes and scares the shit out of people. Do you know that That's guy? Like that, yeah. No, oh, he's he's an famous. actual guy. That guy's yeah. He, I've actually blue sticks to himself, hides behind a bush and goes, ah! scares the shit out of people. It's great. I've traveled so little that I like only know places by their Tony Hawk levels. <laughs> I'm really saying, I, that's all I know about California. Like, you look yeah, like I, that's all I you know about California. I can kickflip over a bum and you don't like that place? Okay. <laughs> you have cities like, you have to, when you're on tour, that you just get anxious because you don't want to go there? Minnesota. Any of those. Minnesota. Yeah. Anything yeah. cold? Yeah. Just the one, the comedy clubs in the mall, that the mall has no stores in it. That's so sad. It's so sad. Isn't it's the Mall depleted. of America? Doesn't it have every store? That that one, that's the only mall that has like people in it. The other comedy clubs and malls. Yeah, but that's that's sad. not that's not like a great time either. No. No, you're just running it you're running yeah, over Anytime kids. you can see a Walgreens from the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not it just great. Sucks. <laughs> it just sucks. Comedy is atrocious. <laughs> 
Stand-up comedy is the most embarrassing fucking art form. It's the uh, only gig that people leave porn to go to, right. first of all. So let's yeah. just start there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing against porn, by the way. I, you know. uh, Certainly not. I just don't want to be someone's plan B. My dream is like someone else's like, last worst-case scenario. Oh yeah. Like if porn doesn't work out. I'll just go on the road. If all of my yeah. dream, if all of my dreams come true, I'll be doing the same thing as like a guy who quit being a realtor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is how degrading comedy is. <laughs> now this is a great drink. Come on, drink up. Come on. Yeah. Cup of dog. Guys, I'm seriously 14 seconds sober right now, okay? Give it up for me. <laughs> And I miss him every day. <laughs> nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's have a let's do a toast for all the people that couldn't make it here tonight because they had something better to do. Yeah. Come on. Hey. Give it up for those folks. All them. Why can't I stop it from going? Is it me? Do I make it go there? What do you mean? Whiskey Pete regrets his decision. Like when it goes south. I know exactly why your live shows go south. Okay, let's hear it. This show. Every other time he does it is you and a liquor rep and Dan talking about liquor calmly on a Zoom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then he does a live show yep. and he <laughs> thinks that it's fucking the ball drop of, in Times Square and he's like, I'm going to have five people come on now and no liquor rep and I'll just get the guests all shit-faced. Oh, and I'll do stand-up at the beginning of it. And it's a fucking train wreck, Dan. I don't understand why you just don't do this the way you do it. it, it you ever see hot ones? They eat hot wings. That's what they do. If they did a live hot ones here, it would be me with the guy eating hot wings talking about fucking hot wings. But you go, no, I'm going to have fucking bright ideas. Well, guess what, Dan? Your ideas aren't bright. They stink. Jesus. And you end up with a train wreck. You get this fucking Irishman in here drinking straight out of the bottle. Cover dog whiskey. Shit show. Cover dog. Take cover dog whiskey. All right, there's only one way to save this. Let's bring back to the stage Whiskey Pete, everybody. Whiskey Pete. Whiskey Pete with his shirt off at this time. Whiskey uh, Pete, he, he doesn't even want to be part of this anymore. Whiskey Pete. No means no. He's, he's, he's covered in. He's no means no. Damn it, he. Even Whiskey wow, Pete, whiskey, we lost Whiskey Pete. Yeah. Whiskey Pete! Yo, he, he comes Pete, up. Pete! Pete! Pete, Pete like, please, yes, thank God. Pete, give us the last word on Copper Dog. Yeah. Yeah, if, yeah. you and Whiskey Pete would have been a better show. A hundred percent. You're hurting my feelings, Joe. I'm, I'm still going to hang out with you tonight, but, you know. I'm it's... insulting myself. I'm here. I'm saying I shouldn't be here. None of us should be here. It should be you and Whiskey Pete talking about whiskey. It couldn't possibly bore the audience anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you guys bored? <laughs> All right, there you go. Is anybody is anybody upset with Joe for the angry things he's saying to me? No. Yeah, fuck Joe. Yeah, fuck Joe. Joe's a negative Nelly, right? Isn't he Joe? Isn't yeah. Joe a negative? We were Nelly? having a good let's, time. Let's go around over the table here. and see what everybody's got going on in their careers, except for Joe. Christina, what do you what hate do you most next? about Joe? Come on, oh hands up. <laughs> what do you? <laughs> is, 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 is that his shirt's too small? Come on, what do you hate about Joe? Oh, is my shirt too small? small. God damn it, is it well, too It shows small? off your tits. Yes, yeah, yes. No, it's fine. Pants are a little <laughs> short, but that's okay. Well, the short pants are in style. Right. Oh, okay. Got it. Thank you, sir. Let, let me see Wait, something positive. Right? No. 
Hold on, everybody. Whiskey oh, Pete speaking. Is my Whiskey shirt Pete. Too small now. Nice. My head Breathe it. there, the it's man fine. with soul so dead, who never to himself hath said that this is my own, my native land. Copper dog Scotch from Scotland. Come on, Whiskey Pete, everybody. Whiskey fucking Pete. By the way. The whole podcast that you're going to hear that I actually post is going to be hello and then that. That's he it. Goes, Everything else. Get he goes, you can take my copper dog, but you'll never take my freedom. <laughs> Every, you should cut on. his arms and legs off. Let's now that kill you an English man! <laughs> come on! You know what sucks about, I've been to Scotland, you know what sucks about Scotland? Every bar you go into, you go, can I have a shot of whiskey and a beer? And they go, you can have a shot of scotch and some cider. And you're like, all right, I guess I'll drink that and immediately get sick. <laughs> that works, I guess. <laughs> Christina, what do you have going on? Where should people find you? What's oh, happening? Find me online at Christina Hutch, but it's K-R-Y-S-T-Y-N-A. I got a lot of tour dates. Uh, I'm not going to list them because that would be awkward, but just go to my website, ChristinaHutchinson.com. Next up, Tim Butterly. Skipping Joe. Uh, wow. I have wow. podcasts. They're all uh, about being a retarded father. They're called Dad Meat. They're called Stoner Dads. <laughs> Thank you very much. And uh, I'm also on Twitch. It's just twitch.tv slash Tim Butterly. And I just have a nice time. It's not all video games and like Asperger's stuff. Just in- it's also cool stuff and music and drinking coffee. So check me out. I have a good time. Yeah. Colin Terrell it was just on The Tonight Show, right? Like two weeks ago? I hate to bring it up. <laughs> Don't embarrass me, dude. Who books that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just go uh, go to my website, colinturrell.com. You can um, I've got a bunch of uh, live dates that I'm lying about, but um, yeah, just go or check out my podcast, the Colin Turrell podcast. It's available everywhere. Thank you so much. And finally, Joe DeRosa, Joey Roses is your restaurant here in New York. I recommend everybody go check it out. I do. I own a bar. And a sandwich shop together in one place. It's called Joey Roses. And it's it excels at both. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, hoagies, right? Uh, it's called Joey Roses. It's on the Lower East Side. Come on down. Uh, we're open seven days a week, open at 11.30 a.m. every day. Cheap drinks, delicious sandwiches, affordable. It's a great hang, people, I'm telling you. In fact, go there tonight. Uh, JoeyRosesNYC.com. And then also I'm on the road touring tons, tons, tons with a new hour of material JoeDeRosaInfo.com for all ticket links and show information. Please. I'm. This is actually going to be my last podcast, I think. But no, uh, this show is going to go up on Tuesday. Portions of this show will go up on Tuesday. Oh, come on, pussy. No, Tuesday. Right, it goes up on the whole thing. It goes up on Tuesday. Tuesday. I'll be in Austin the week that this goes up. So if you're in Austin, come on out. And then the next week I'll be in Levittown. Are you stepping today. on my fucking pit so ride? Hundred percent. So cut that uh, Tuesday, this episode of this podcast will be up everywhere. Podcast stream. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I have nothing else going on in my life other than that. I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight. I want to thank. Copper Dog Whiskey and Whiskey Pete for making this happen. Whiskey Pete. A lot of fun. Christina Hutchinson. Come on. Louder. I love you do this because it's always so skewed where it's like there's always a bunch of guys and Uh one woman and you... I'm here. Joe DeRosa, everybody. Give it Joe Cheers. Cheers. Tim Butterly. Give it up for Tim Butterly. 
And last but not least, Ireland's finest, Colm Terrell. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, guys. Let's have some drinks upstairs, huh? All right. <laughs>